Welcome back, everybody, to the second hour of In the Locker Room. The locker room is here at St. Vincent College. The walkthrough is happening. Guys are out there walking. You know, every time I look at the walkthrough, and I just told this story this morning, makes me reminds me of the great Dan Kreider. Oh, when Thunder Dan, Dan. When Dan pulled a calf, and it wasn't until years later that I found out that he actually pulled it and walked through. <laughs> Oh, I would have hammered him on the air. The, I mean, a guy as tough as nails as Dan Kreider was, a guy who what we always used to call the Kreider chest rash on the on the chest of Ray Lewis because he, yeah. he absolutely battled Ray Lewis like nobody's business. And then, <laughs> and then to think, he actually he, he hurt himself and walked through? Yeah. And we used to call I mean, we called him Thunder Dan. Yes. But then he also had a nickname, Little Thumper. Little Thumper. There yeah. you go. That's right, from Bambi. That works. Well, well, I got our big thumper here, and that would be Jim Wexel. He's here joining us under the tent right here in the grandstands in Wex. Tell me about training camp. What you? Uh, let's talk a little bit about what you, you like so far, what you don't like. Is it good to be back, first of all? Oh, it's great to be back, Wolf. Thank and, you. And we used to call him Buckethead, I thought. <laughs> yes, Crider. Buckethead was Little another thumper. one. Boy, yeah. I don't know. He was, he was, he was pretty harsh. He was but he, pretty but he was tough, he was diminutive. Dude. I mean, he, 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 I mean, he, well, then he looked what like, am I? Yeah, well, he's he's one. <laughs> well, I mean, but I, that was my rock. six, on, eight, Max. On a football field, <laughs> he's short. Okay, guys. Okay. It's all relative. Up in the booth. Yes. He's a bigger dude, but on the football field, because you have to remember my offensive line, you know, it's me and Marvell, Kendall, Alan Fanica, Jeff Hardings, right? That's a tall crew. Yep. You're six eight. You called Fanic a little thumper. No, I did not call. Fan- I would never have called. Hey, he was big red to me. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, I, I yeah, I, I would. That would have been a way. That was like Benny Snell punching Cam Hayward yesterday. If I would if I would have called him a little thumper, which leads me into my. There <laughs> yeah, we go. Okay, there we go. So I, I go to dinner last night, right? I wrote about this in the morning after my column this morning. You two are prominently mentioned in there. <laughs> oh, my. Max is yes. in the lead. Of no, course. And he go. knows why. Yes. We talked about tackles <laughs> yeah. yesterday. Oh, yeah. yes. And it breached your show. But uh, And, Wolf, you and I talked about Mason Rudolph. Every time he throws a bullet yes. right on the money in time, we look at each other and says, why wow. do everybody hate this guy? Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, I go to dinner, and uh, I see steak and lobster. Yeah, and I, I, I went to I, – well, first I Did went to the other table. Did you hear the segment with, with Max? No. Okay, yeah. good. All right. First I went to the other table to, you know, try to show everybody I'm not salivating over this stuff. Right, and right. So then I, yeah. I, I put the head fake on. I went – there's a guy standing there. I don't know why he was standing there. I put a head fake on him, went back to the steak and lobster, reached for it, and he said, hey, hey, hey. Points to the sign. It says defense only. I said, what's this about? He said, they won some kind of drill. I said, uh. seven shots? He goes, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Now. Did you tell now him you were on defense? Now we're starting to understand the frothing at the mouth of the defenders yesterday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I got you. First right. it was the seven shots, which they effectively shut down Trubisky. And then Kenny Kenny did score. And uh, Mason scored, but too late for the win for the defense. Right. Then it carries over into team run, right? Benny Snell runs twice for no gain. Miles Jack lights him up both times. And then Benny gains two yards. And he's doing a little dance, I think, you know. And Cam, Cam All right, so that him. was the genesis of the whole. He's doing some smack yeah. talk. Yeah. Okay. It was Benny Snell smack talk after a two-yard game. I turned around. I seen Benny Snell pop him in the chest. And my immediate reaction was, oh, that's a bad move. Yeah. Bad move well, by Benny. Not a bad, a bad move, yes, but a worse move coming up by young uh, uh, Austin, the uh, 140-pound. Oh, Calvin Austin, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, wingback. Yes. Takes yeah. a reverse. The T.J. Third. Watt. 
not only tackles him, but just shakes him and grinds him and digs into him <laughs> on a tackle because steak and lobster. That's right, wait, <laughs> steak and lobster, which we didn't know. We did not know, and we're trying to understand why is the defense frothing at the mouth. <laughs> now and, we know. And, 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 and Austin gets up and tries to fight TJ. The whole defense comes after this little guy. You know, now there's yeah. little, not yeah. even a thumper. He's there just a little guy. Just, just a little man. I won't call him a tough <laughs> Dree Archer, okay? He's yeah. not Dree Archer. He's the same yeah. size, right. same speed. But this guy, this guy shows some physicality out here in the pads. Yes. But you don't show it against TJ, the That's, reigning defensive player of the year. That's not it. Guy so, makes a living on sacking large human beings. Right. <laughs> now, the second team, the second team OL got a little push going, uh, if you noticed. And then things kind of got wh- normal. Wh- whistle issues. As, whistle issues. <laughs> as, as the defense began to understand that they won the steak and lobster, and it's waiting, and no one's going to take it from them. Yeah. Not even me, media guy. <laughs> <laughs> but me, former but, former player. Did you get in on it? Oh, Max, I got it. Because the side wasn't it. up yet. I got the, See, the trick is you got to get there early enough before the herd gets there, and then all of the decorum and etiquette and, you know, well, place of – I go in when it's still anonymous. I can be yes. anonymous. Yeah, but look at you. They thought you were Cam Hayward. <laughs> I, I, I tried to say I'm listen, TJ, and yeah, they're like, no, nah, nah, he doesn't have a gray beard. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not Cam Hayward, but I talk about him on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Stayed at Holiday Inn last night, guys. <laughs> exactly. But they, they uh, did the man at the uh, at the guard table who did yeah. the Marquise Pouncey thing on me. Yeah. He said this was the first time they did this. I'm like, why haven't they done this before? I mean, Wolf, uh, let me ask you: if if they said, okay, whoever wins seven shots gets a little money bonus. Gets a little time off in their dorm or gets steak and lobster. Which one are you going to be motivated most oh, by? Oh, there's no question about it. Steak and lobster, <laughs> yeah. baby. And Not the, even 50 grand or yeah. something. And the steak. Here, a little <laughs> extra insight. I don't know if they let you close enough, Wex. No, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> the steak also had a little Oscar in the middle of it. So it had a little hollandaise with lump crab meat. I did see that. Yeah. I that, love that. that. I mean, and it, it tasted delicious, just by all accounts. Just want to let you know. I, I know I don't want to rub it in, but. No. I, I did get a, a hoagie sandwich with some turkey lunch meat. <laughs> it's okay. So It's okay. It's okay. He's, about that. he's all choked now. up about it. He is yes, still has a little it. extra hoagie. You got to put more mayo on it. <laughs> My head fake. I thought it was, you know, just not who I used to be. It reminds me when, again, when I sat with the great John Kolb one time, and I remember him looking disgustedly at the steak. And I said this earlier, and he goes, "You can see the whip marks where the jockey was." Hit. You know, what I, mean? I mean, that's that was we. You wouldn't have a problem back in the day, in my day, when the nun, bless the nuns, great ladies, okay, had a little awesome. issue with with cooking. That was a little bit problematic, okay. Great on prayers. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. A little more work on <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's all about having that tough mindset, right? Yes. I mean, even when if you're dealing with. The, the, the cooking that the, the nice yeah. nuns did or, you know, the out here dealing with Coach Noel. But it's all about mentally having that ability to rise through the challenge, whatever the moment is. And I love the idea that you come out and use something like that, you know, the lobster, you know, the, the Oscar it, in the middle it, of it. You can tell them, you know, if we give you, you know, $300, $400, $500 per, per side that wins, ah. and you can go buy many nights of steak and lobster. That does, Still, this, this is waiting for not them. The same. But, but it's think, not the same. It's not the same. No, the, the money is already big enough, right? Yeah. These guys make enough. 
It's yeah. that lobster waiting at the end of the day that's already <laughs> and there. And the lobster that you get to eat, and you get to eat it in front of guys who can't have it. <laughs> that's, that's even do you better. Know, do you know how, how precipitous <laughs> and how intentional that dunk of drawn butter as you oh, yeah, guy yes. to get that lobster and then put it in your mouth and, and Max then savor is doing it. it slow motion, you know? slow motion. You wanted yes. to, you want to make sure you catch all the attention. I mean, in fact, if it was me, and th- this is just goes to show you what type of guy I was back in the day, I would have stood up in the middle of the lunchroom and, and had the whole lobster tail dangling. And just had a boat and just dipped it and dipped it and, dipped Hello, it and stared at look the defense. At me. Also, you, you have to remember that you play offense. I do. I do. I do have to remember that. But at this point in my life, I'm a free agent. Oh, right. Yeah, but exactly. back then, when back you then. wanted to brag, when you had what was inside of you oh, to yeah. show off, you would have had to have won. Everybody would have known. Oh, we would have known we won, too. Did, would you have won, though? Yeah, we would have won. Well, you did have Ben. Yeah, we did have Ben, and we had a guy by the name of Jerome Bettis and Willie Parker and <coughs> Heinz Ward, who was probably one of the, okay, the toughest. Okay, that, that brings <laughs> me to this. Yeah. This offense does not have Chase Claypool, De- Johnson, Deontay Johnson, Johnson, Pat Fryermuth, <laughs> Najee Harris. Right, right. And yeah. this is a rebuild offense to begin with. Yeah. So and you got Trubisky, two new guys on the offense. And, that and, and I, I think it's become a real quandary. You know, Trubisky is not looking good. He's, he's struggled some. Uh, yes. Mason, to me, is clearly the best quarterback here. Okay, I right. know we we've talked we, we've about, talked about yes. how much hate will pour in over yes, that. It's yeah. okay. Uh and then he he threw a seventy-five yard bomb yesterday off his back like foot, that. fifty yards in the air, yeah. in stride. I, I know it was a third team corner, but that same ter- third team corner can p- he threw to a third team wide receiver yeah. as well. <laughs> well, I like that little. Yeah, no, yeah. that's no G Archer. That's well, yeah, he recovered but, from fighting DJ. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's the thing, though, is like, I better do something positive. Equal talent on that side, and you're and you're equalizing that, right? Yes. And giving that young guy an opportunity with trust, with accuracy, and I think that's what goes to show the comfort level of Mason, right? I mean that he has a comfort mastery over what the offense is. Let me give you this again, Jim. You can comment on this. I love at that quote that he had today. Can you elevate the game of younger players, or are you gonna just kind of settle down and play to that level? Are you going to raise their playing potential? That's what I'm trying to do. I think that says Mason? Mason said that. Oh, he's doing everything right. Yeah. Everything. And I don't want to hear that he always looks good in practice. He hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> what is, where does that come from? Yeah, I know. Yeah. People that don't have any other reason Short to say Short-term memory loss. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think he's improved his footwork. He's more confident. Yeah. And he knows he's got to get rid of the thing. You know, Absolutely. that's been a bugaboo of his for years, and he's getting rid of it. And well, anyway, um, but Trubisky, you know, what do you do as a coaching staff? Because you've, you, you've sunk two weeks into him now. Uh, you like the boots and the waggles. You know, Mason really isn't a natural at that. Trubisky, is that, do you really want to sacrifice everything for that? Because Trubisky's making backup money, especially if he doesn't play. He's going he's gonna to have less of a cap hit than Mason, so it's not about money either. Um, Again, do you give him another week with this? I don't want to call these guys ragtag. Pickens is good, but he's, he's a rookie. And right. Anthony Miller, he was with Trubisky in Chicago, but he's – He's not Here, Deontay Johnson. Point. Mason has earned the right to get some ones. There's no he doubt about to. it. He has. I've over heard that he's definitely going to get one. Yeah, he's he's going to get some. But, but do you waste that week? Now, do you really want Trubisky to play? He's got to get used to this first team. There's no question that he's got to get used to it. But I, I'm telling you, I just think. Well, here's the thing: when pl- players start to see somebody who obviously should get the opportunity to show what they can do, and they're not. That's when guys start to go, hmm, you know, that's 
That's just it's not saying cool. Something's not cool. Yeah, fair well, it's, here. yeah, it's just not cool. They, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's whether it's an offensive lineman. You know, this thing with with uh, Kendrick Green and and with uh, uh, Kevin Dotson is going to be huge. I, yeah. You know? I, he's yesterday. Dotson looks like a little separating away from him. In my uh, Max, you you guys are experts. But when Dotson moved that pile like 10, 10 yards and got the offense started, right. that's great, and that's part of enthusiasm. But that's not the day-to-day, moment-to-moment deal that you're dealing with. Are you pass protecting well? Are you, you know, get the run blocking well? There are some moments when you stand out and do something like Kevin Dotson did yesterday. That, that, boom, you know, that's leadership. Yeah. That's yeah. showing leadership and tenacity, getting to the pile, being around the pile, sheriffing the pile, all things that good hogs do. Things yeah. That's part of the year. But it's a, bigger, it's a bigger thing. But There's no yeah. question. But the, the day-to-day, the you know, proper pass set, the proper run blocking, we got to see how this manifests itself. The offensive line's got work to do. You know, they're still got some struggles going on, but they're getting better. But it's one of these situations where you got to be a little patient. But to your point – the team knows who should be playing where and when. And this coach is always attuned to that. Oh, yes. He doesn't play games. No, he doesn't. He doesn't no. play any politics. No. He doesn't worry about the salary cap, things like that. Yeah, and he also knows how to craft things to get in those positions where you can showcase those. And he, okay, well, and he's he in a toughie right here. He is in a toughie. Yeah, Trubisky's right not this, getting a real fair look with, with his players. Well, look at this also. This is the first time in 18 years. Really, that Mike's had, you know, had to deal with. In that with what every years. other coach deals yeah, with every this, year. Yeah, think how long Mike has dealt with the fact <laughs> you got a Hall of Famer. I mean, that's uh, yeah, he great had, stuff. He had a 15-year run with one QB. Yeah, 15. I mean, who, who else can say that? I, I mean, Bill Belichick. Twice, you know, and, and hey, yeah. Joe Gibbs won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. And, that's what and I don't think any of those quarterbacks are in the Hall of Famer. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the greatest coaching jobs ever. No question about it. Yeah. And I think when you look at it, that that's what that that's what training camps for. That's what training camps for. And like you said, this has just gotten real on Monday, with the pads being on. Yes. The next step is going to be Friday Night Lights, and how they disseminate those roles. That's going to be a big indicator because now, at, right after that, it's game week. It's game prep. It's game week. I know the coaches like to say, "Well, we're not going to game plan the first game because everything's going to be vanilla." No. BS. You're going to game plan because you want to see who can win because you have to make decisions after that. You well, you see. know what's funny about the, the, the crowd, playing in front of the crowd? Yeah. Trub- it's Trubisky versus Rudolph, in my opinion. Uh, I, I like Pickett. I like some of the things he's doing. But he's a ways away. It's not happening. It's just not. I, it, I, yeah. I, that's my he's, gut he's, instinct, and I would bet money on it. He just, he's got to get his he's feet He's got to learn. He's got to learn. And, and no there's question. no, no, but no the, the, the in cry, entire crowd will be rooting for the number three, while the one and two can right. <laughs> really well, both, both well, will get It's moved. a shiny new object, <laughs> you know, right? I mean, I, everybody I, loves something that's right. new. I think I think I have a bone to pick with you, Jim, because I think you actually said that some another quarterback was one that was never booed. It was Scotty Campbell. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, oh, well, did you? He only played one game and he lost Well, that's it. the whole thing. He never thing. had the chance but to yeah, boo but it, Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. Now, they, they didn't boo Ben. I mean, you start out 14-1 and one or whatever his yeah, record was yeah, that yeah, year. Yeah, it was 14-1. You, you, you're, yeah. you're pretty boo-proof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. You, and, and also. I think it's a new term, boo-proof. Well, and, and for Ben also, you have to remember, Ben left camp as the number three quarterback. Yeah. And started as the number four. 
Right, exactly. Yeah. And so, Batch got injured early. I don't know yeah, when. Yeah, the collarbone. Yeah, it was the first first week of practice. First week of – yes, it yeah, wasn't first, preseason. Yeah, right. It wasn't preseason. So he was still behind Brian St. Pierre. Yeah, he was behind St. Pierre, and then St. Pierre got hurt, and that's what elevated him to game day well, number two. I also remember August 7th. We looked it up when Ben retired because that yeah. pass he threw to Zamir Cobb. He rolled out right, threw back a laser 40 yards on the, yeah. to the other, other uh, hash. Ah, uh, Zamir. That kind of moved him up a little bit. That, that, that was my boy, Zamir. Zamir never benefited from that. No, he like did. Ben he hurt, did. Yeah, hurt his leg, and that was it. You know, had to take the injury settlement. But Zamir is still working in the NFL. Oh, good. Yeah, he he works. He he used to work within the NFL uh, trust program, uh, NFLPA trust program, and now he's actually moved on to a team. I can't remember which team uh, picked him up to do the um, player personnel deal, but uh, yeah. Okay, uh, you want to do a little uh, camp uh, sleepers, anything like that? What did you camp guys call sleepers. it? What did you guys uh, call oh, it? Camp Phenom. Okay, Camp, camp Phenom. Yeah. Can, I, can I throw a few yes. out there? Oh, yeah. All right, I think we all have watched Jalen Warren, uh, there we go. Willie yeah. Parker's yeah. cousin. Yeah. yeah. He, you know, uh, number 40, Durant, is a yeah. nice free agent, too. He's got some like nice it. speed. Max was but talking about him what, this morning. Yeah. Here's the difference between Durant and Warren. If you watch Warren, football's his life. Yeah. I, I, I mean, if you talk to him, he's Willie Parker's cousin. Yeah. From Clinton, North Carolina, moved to Utah, ha- ran for 3,000 yards in one high school season, set wow. the state record in Utah, and didn't get a scholarship offer. And uh, he, he made it familiar. work. He went to <laughs> Oklahoma State, transferred, and was voted captain just from one camp. Wow. He's just that kind of right. gritty football player. Durant graduated from Duke. Ooh. Nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing wrong with that. But he – football is not – He's not going to die if he gets cut. His alumni network will make sure that he's he's <laughs> good. I think I think Jalen Warren thinks he's going to die if he gets cut. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, there are certain people like I will give you a for instance with me. You know when I when I tell people you know you entered camp the frame of mind that you had was there there is no there's no second tomorrow. option there's no plan B there is I, I mean yeah. it's it's all in I mean really you got to he's that he epitomizes that's that what and that's I why like. I think he's, I could not afford he's got the edge yeah. in the running back. Oh. Uh, the other guy, uh, uh, the corner, Chris Steele from USC, his cornerback position coach got elevated at the beginning of last year when the head coach was fired. So he didn't have a position coach and had a disastrous year. And yes. it was written many times that he he benefited from the worst coaching in USC history. I mean, that's what the one blogger wrote. I okay. asked him about that, and he, you know, shied away from it. He goes, I just didn't have a position coach. And, and it hurt. I left a year early. Yeah. And so he's very interesting. He was a five-star recruit coming out of high school. Chris Steele, mm-hmm. the corner, yeah. 26. He yeah, got the 26. right number. Okay, yes. yes. And But the one I saw yesterday, number 50, Delonte Scott. I don't know anything about him. But he ragdolled Zach Gentry over on the seal the edge uh, yeah. drill over there. Yeah, he did. And then he's doing some special things in team drills. He, 50, he's an outside linebacker. Uh, i got to look into more into this guy. He, he's really yeah, intriguing. Yeah, Delonte Scott and Gennard Avery are probably my two keys for, for the backup of Alex and TJ as I'm looking at it right now. Because, yeah, there's some other there's some other guys there. But those two, like you said, have, have stood out to me as well. Because watch the one-on-one pass rush. Like, he's got a little wiggle. He's got a couple of moves to him. Needs to understand edge responsibilities um, as far as, you know, how to attack an offensive tackle one-on-one. But he, you're right. He is a guy that's showing a lot, a lot of promise. Well, Avery was signed. Yeah, he's a guy. He's yeah, been he, a guy. He, he is the yeah. guy. Yeah. Delonte Sky. I don't know do who you know, he is. Do you know who <laughs> caught my eye yesterday was uh, Mark Robinson. Oh, oh yeah. Inside back. Oh yeah. yeah. I just, you know what? Here's one of the things that I love about it. You know, I, one of the, my my buddies, Tom Bradley, used to be a, a coach with the Steelers. And he was a great coach over at Penn State and everything. One of the things he used to talk about was Joe always believed in, you know, when you got linebackers. Find a, 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 an ex-running back, make him a linebacker. 
you know, because they will approach that, that position like with the eyes of a running back. And they see things like a running back would see things. And I, I, I think of this when I, I watch this. This kid pops through gaps. He shoots through gaps, and he ends up in the backfield. He definitely – he ain't the biggest guy, but he is very willing to compete. When you get a minute, if you see him run a bit in the open field around the end or something like that, I know he's an inside guy. Yeah. But there's a lot of James Harrison characteristics, mannerisms. I see what now, you're saying. I mean, he's strong, and that's – but I, he's not, not I don't Debo think he's strong, – Debo's strong. Debo's strong. Nobody's right. Debo's strong. Yeah. And, and he's not an outside guy, but there's some similarities. And he was a running back. Harrison was a running back. As was when he, he? When he hurtled the Ladanian Tomlinson oh, yes. in the yeah. open field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, of course, his great 100-yard return. Yes. yes. Uh, and, and I asked him about that because Troy always wanted to be a running back. And, right. and remember Troy begging on on uh, on the open mic in the Super Bowl when Ben's yeah. uh, when Ben's sneak was being replayed. Yeah. Troy's in Cowers' ear. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Seriously. And was he really? Cowers like that. Leave me well, alone, Troy. Well, and that's what led to him being the running back for Six Tight Diamond. You know the victory formation. Right. Yeah, right. He would come in the game. I got to give yeah. this guy something. I got to give him, him something. Yeah. Exactly. And so he was very proud of yeah. coming in as yeah. the deep back. Yeah. For exactly. Victory formation. Yeah. And uh, uh, and so I told Harrison. I said, you know, Troy really thinks he's a running back, and we've seen him return oh, the ball. Yeah. yeah. And Harrison says, we all think we're still running backs. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I heard Mark Robinson, it was moved to linebacker for three years of running back uh, I, I became interested in that guy I too. think I yeah. think being a running back is advantageous to a linebacker inside linebacker because he will have the same eyes and yeah. so he's going to read blocking schemes he's going to read going through to the back I mean he's going to see things he, yeah he's, he's, he's going to see where the hole should be right as, as everything starts to hey, kind of unfold Miles Jack was a great running back at yes. UCLA yeah he was a two-way guy and yeah, by the way guy. here's something for you I remember in the offseason, people went up there picking up Miles Jack, and people said, Miles Jack is not a downhill banger anymore. Going, Ooh. Huh. I went and I watched S- film. I'm like, mistaken. okay, what's this guy watching? Then that, the first couple of days I'm here, I'm watching going, well, that'd be 51. You know what, who would he, disagree he, with? When, did you hear a bang? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's another. Well, was, it <laughs> was it downhill? Was it downhill? downhill. A little okay. bit of speed? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. bang. Downhill I'm banger. I'm going to ask Benny Snell if, uh, if Miles Jack's a downhill banger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that. that and then he if he punches die. you in the chest, Wex, you know you hit you hit the right spot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I might have picked yourself up. Look, here's another guy that I really admire. I think a guy that's tenacious and uh, is starting to, to stand out again more and more is Robert Spillane. Uh, I, think, yes. I love what Robert does again. You know, we can go back to the Derek, uh, uh, you know, Derek Henry. Uh, that monumental hit that he had that was so beautiful. But, you know, you see him in the blitz drills and some of the other nuances of coverage when he's got leverage on the inside, you know, and has uh, the ability to have some backup man coverage. It's hard on anybody. Any of those linebackers you match up with, it's going to be difficult. But the guy is is developing, and he's, he's becoming a more complete player. Well, you know, he had that great pick of Trubisky. Yes. Uh, uh, was, he went up high and snared that thing. Yeah, and the next it. day, I'll tell you a little out-of-school story about a writer. There was a writer who wanted to interview Robert. And he's waiting, and you know how the guys all after practice work on stuff. Robert's catching balls. He's working right. on his hands. And he dropped the ball, and the writer yells, that's why you're a linebacker. Ah. Uh. Robert is not – sometimes he's not well. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, most of those guys down there, I got news for you. They're not real You're well. Saying, well, inside you know, linebackers especially. Yeah, I mean, there's crazy. A, it doesn't there's have a to guy be. that has an issue and plays football, what? Well, I, I know. I, all the choir being boys crazy. belong in church on Sundays. Right. Yeah. I agree But being with that. crazy is not a necessity, but it does help at that job position. Especially at linebacker. Yes. You yeah. know, uh, but after that pick, to say that the next day. Yeah. And Robert didn't mention the pick. He just told him where to go yeah. and what to do. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And the writer never did get his interview. Yeah. He's exactly. a young man. He's learning the craft. Yeah. You got to learn. You might have just stepped on <laughs> keep, some toes there. Keep your mouth shut <laughs> and, your, and your eyes open. That's it. But I always found offensive linemen didn't have that, I don't want to say psychotic temperament. But no. No, no. You, you guys don't. were always more reserved and, I mean – but you know what is we're, we're, we we flipped the switch real well. Oh, yeah, I mean that's right. the nature of the beast. We, we can find the switch in the middle of the dark. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Yeah, it's you know we can get the thing that I find with a lot of offensive linemen because usually it's a pretty jovial group because you got to keep your spirits high. There's nobody to cheer you on but each other. You know, what I mean exactly. You we find, don't have stats. No, we find strength in each other. That's yeah. the bonding that occurs. And and the thing is that one of one of your guys because of that strong bond. Uh, you can you can flip a switch and get to a form of crazy that people don't want to see. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we also no, but but here's the thing. I'm we're just all, saying. Okay. We're also smart enough to recognize that we can't keep that crazy on. Well, yeah, you because know, that, you that's what, that, that's when you end up in handcuffs. Yeah, <laughs> there's a point yeah. where you got to recognize. Okay, this is getting. An appetite for destruction. The, the, yeah, th- this is this is not going to bode well for all the other parties yes. involved. <laughs> well, you guys do a great show, and uh, I, I can't wait to hear you guys and your analysis of this. It's not a young offensive line. It, well, it kind of is, but it's a, there's some experience, and it's it needs to gel. Hodgepodge. It it, Hodgepodge. it it has a lot of gelling to do. Well, I'll be interested to to hear your takes all the way through this. You know yeah. how much fun this was. We just blew through the whole. Yeah. Break. Well, that whole list, you didn't even get to the third no, item. No, but you know what? We, <laughs> that's when you know things are going good because we got a lot of items. Great Jim Wexel, thank you so much. That was tremendous. Good. That thanks, was tremendous. Thanks, we did this, and, uh, of course, me. hopefully we'll see you next week cool. at the same time with Wexel Wednesdays. Wex Wednesdays. I like Wex, Wex Wednesdays. Wex Wednesdays. Well, so formal, Wolf. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know. I know. Okay, so you I don't slipped need off. The you L. Know? The L is yeah. like the pinky up. That was just Wex. It was unnecessary. That was like Don't a highbrow. That was an aperitif. Okay, we got to go. Thanks a lot. We'll be back with more after this. When you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Oh, Steelers Nation is rolling on in here to the grandstands at Chuck Knoll Field. What a great. Great opportunity to get up close, watch your favorite team in the NFL. That would be the Pittsburgh Steelers and, of course, uh, Max. Uh, Being up here at training camp is something, you know, it's one of those things that on this side of it now, you just love it, you know, because of the fact that nobody can make us run and nobody can hit us. Yeah, and nobody's nobody's to yell at you at meetings. Yeah, at exactly. Night. We don't have no. you know we can yell at each other on the air. You know, exactly. And exactly. prod each other. And, also, and, don't have weigh-ins, so yeah. it's good as well. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, we, that's important. Yeah, that, that that's the hidden gem of this. One. Yes, you know that that rolling out of bed on it for us. It was a Tuesday morning. We had to weigh in for whatever reason on a Tuesday morning, 
you roll out of bed and you got to go down there and you got to weigh in. It's like, ah, and they're da, like, da, da, oh, da. we just want to check to see how much water weight you lost. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah right. right. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you're staring at me looking like, all right, you fat pig, what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> why is your Why is your pin on the paper already? I haven't even stepped on the scale, okay? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, you are. Okay, well, coming up today, one of the guys that uh, just discussion a little bit here, one of the guys I, I think, too, is mentally tough. You know, you got to be mentally tough to be here in a camp. And one of the guys that stands out to me is a guy named J.C. Hassenauer. Yeah. You know what? Hassenauer is a guy. He can, you can easily overlook him. He's he's yeah. a quiet guy, but in performance, this guy is steadily making himself into a, a good NFL center. What say you, Max? Uh, I agree with you. I think when you look at, you know, we kind of always kind of write off when you have a, a big free agent signing and you're like at a, at a position of need and you're right. like, oh, that guy, you know, kind of get crowned. JC's back there working with the twos, work, sometimes working with the threes, right. kind of mixing in. Working and a guard a little working bit Working a little guard and he's just, everything he does is good. It's solid. It's not, it's not, it's not like, oh my gosh, he's going and pancaking everybody. Right. But it's solid work. He's getting to his assignment. He's, he's IDing the mic. He's blocking things up in the middle. He's trying to work on, on, on passing off, uh, you know, combos and twists. Right. And he's, and he's doing all of the stuff that's necessary and really being a comforting force, especially when you think of the twos and the threes, where a lot of guys just don't even know where everything's coming. They're just trying to grasp at straws at this point. Yes. <laughs> and he's just been solidly consistent. And when you start to look at deeper into the tape, you're like, Oh, that looked better than the other. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that one definitely looked better than the other. Ooh. So why isn't he getting these reps? Yes. And that's what he's been doing. But yet, like you said, you overlook him in a lineup. You know, it's like, oh, if I had to go pick out my starting five, you're not picking him in your top five. But his work ethic, his his mental state of mind is just put your head down and chop wood. And he's been chopping and making piles. That's a great quietly. point. You know, you're making a great point there. Think about this. His pedigree says – all right, come from Alabama. All right, that's yeah. that says something about you. Those guys know how to run the football, they and they know do. what to do because Nick Saban will definitely go ahead and carve a piece of your butt off. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. All right, he brings that same mental attitude because just as you talked about, people don't understand the necessity of of embracing the grind, the yeah. grind of day to day of getting a little bit better each time you get out. That's what we call chopping wood. Yeah. All right, and that's the fundamental foundational type of movements that you got to work on every day, whether it's uh, your pass pro technique, uh, your run blocking technique, the, the defensive line doing extra reps, you know, with uh, w- w- with the coaches on uh, pass rushing technique. Yeah. All these things, you work on those, but it's the chopping wood of day-to-day making sure that you're doing the necessary things that you de- you need to sharpen the sword uh, each and every day. Yeah, and I think and, and that, that was a good one to point out because for all of the – inconsistencies, up and downness of what this offensive line has been doing thus far in camp. He's been one of those guys that if you just isolate and just look at an individual on the line doing his job, he's one you could always rely on. Yes. And I think that's a good thing. So when you that get it. That speaks volumes at it this does. point. It right. does. It speaks volumes because, I mean, we still don't know what we have at offensive line. I mean, heck, the only two positions we truly know are are pretty much out of, out of reach is Chooks and Dan Moore, both yes. your tackles. Everything in the middle. It's still soup. 
you know, I can't I can't tell whether it, you know it's been pureed yet. You know, where or it's, it's all chunky. mixed together, or it's chunky. You know, I'm looking for a potato. You or, know, <laughs> or is it broth? Yeah, or yeah, consomme. Yeah, consomme. <laughs> yeah, yes, my friend. No, but absolutely no. I think I think that's that's a good one, especially when you're trying to highlight the offensive line. Um, that's a guy that has. I also throw a name in there, Dan Moore Jr. I'm gonna put Dan in that conversation. I, I would too. I think With, Dan is quietly having a pretty good camp. His I know this. His footwork's getting better. His footwork's you know, getting consistent because yes. he used to change it a whole lot. Well, last year. you know what I did. Whenever he got bold, his feet were together. Yeah, he get he started hopping. And folks, what I'm talking about is you step with the foot in your direction you're going, and your second foot you drag because you create friction. It's a boxing foot foot uh, footwork. All right, you create that sort of fr- friction so that you have that ability to unload a punch or make sure that you're you you see. Balance and motion rather than balance and stillness. Yeah. And one of the inconsistencies that Dan had, being a young guy and a left tackle, that's like, uh, you know, third baseman, it's a hot box. Yeah. Right? You, you've got to be consistent in all your sets, and it was a tough year of learning, but yet he, he I thought, acquitted himself very well. Did That was a good, foundationally solid uh, first year. And now he's moving on from it. He's going to well, grow. Well, and, and, he, and he's learning. I mean, I think the biggest thing, when you talk about how his feet got together on some of those bulls, it was a stance. And your stance is what leads you to success. Your stance is what's going to provide the foundation, right? You don't build a house on sand, Right? right? That's a good point. You, you need solid concrete. And he was kind of in sand a couple times. A couple times he'd pre-kick out. A couple times he'd come a little well, bit that, that, closer together. Did and, you lift the leg and foot stomp? Uh, I did early on. Okay, but you you find the step and the drag. The step yeah, and the drag. Well, it was still a step and drag, but it was that first kick. However I did it was, you know, kind of like this. And it would lead to if I could drag or not. Now, see, I never had a problem with that. The first step, those – when, when you see guys rock on one foot and their head comes forward when they kick step, you're, you're, you're creating problems yeah, for yourself. Yeah, because you have not established a 60-40 relationship. Right. And right? the other thing is I was not 6'8", so I couldn't afford. Well, and you were inside, so it's a little bit different. Well, no, no, mentality. when I played tackle. I actually oh, had to play did, tackle oh. at times. Okay. Yeah, so when they sent me out there to the parking lot where you got to cover the whole parking lot area, which I did not like. I like my close quarter combat. That's right. You but, like the phone booth. I do. It's okay. Phone booth works well for me. I love an island. Especially you throw a hammock in there, a couple palm trees. Maybe there's an umbrella or not. I'm not worried about it. Maybe fruit in the drink. There wasn't too many, <laughs> yeah. too many hammocks in the in the in the left tackle spot, man. No, no, you did you didn't get the hammock, but you did you did get a great scenery. <laughs> That's true. Oh, this is what the best they have oh, to offer. Okay, yeah, all right. You. Thank you for that room. <laughs> and the proper set, like you said, you've got to have that proper set and, and make sure you're balanced. And your consistency is what throws off the opponent, yeah. because if you know, and I always equate this, and, you know, and I've said this numerous times, I want my set to look like a number one at McDonald's. And I know, yes, it's a food analogy, but the whole point but of don't, it is. But doesn't food analogies work for they, us? They, they work. They, they work. They work for And us. what do we know a number one to be at McDonald's? A Big Mac with fries and a Coke, right? Or I didn't know that. I, my first thought was an Egg McMuffin. <laughs> no, that's the breakfast menu. Okay. No, no, we're talking about the was, <laughs> Well, you know, I just they came didn't serve breakfast. breakfast all, all the right. time. They didn't serve breakfast all the time. But. It was, it was a big – and you go anywhere in the world at a McDonald's, the uniformity. Number you know, one. A number one is a Big Mac with fries and a drink. That's what you want your set to be as an offensive lineman, especially as a left tackle. So if you can continue to serve that number one and you can run and pass, short set, deep set, you know, all of these things cut off the backside, that's when you're getting to the nuanced level of playing that position. 
<laughs> if folks could see this massive man in front of me, six foot eight, and he's put his fingers up like a like oh that's an aperitif I'll have that you know very Listen, gently it's, it's very gently I'm, I'm just laughing <laughs> yeah. you're huge you're massive you know you you you've spent a lot slamming a lot of bodies in your life yeah and then you have that little aperitif type look it's a shrimp fork it's a delicate nature it's a delicate nature it's a balance <laughs> let's go to break we'll be back with more with our delicate balanced Max Starks right here in the locker room when we come back. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation. Beloved Black and Gold. SNR. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We got the wrap up here as we proceed going through the business of the day which is of course going to culminate when practice comes out here and all the good stuff and you know it's um it's going to be interesting to see where this all evolves to but you know let me pull back a little bit let me ask you this where do you think the Steelers are going to miss Ben the most I think I think the first time you're going to really experience like a loss is probably going to be that first kind of you're down and it's a gotta have it moment Right, it's a gotta have it drive that has to sustain. The defense is tired. Right, you've got to be on your p's and q's, and it's going to be those laser, those laser passes. Right, yep. things break down. You're and the rolling out all on all the pressure and all the attention is looking at that quarterback position. That's when you're going to miss Ben. You know, I think you're exactly right, my friend. You know, I look at this in in, in 2021, and the, uh, Ben orchestrated seven of the nine victories. In the fourth quarter, fourth quarter drives. There is only one quarterback who's executed more game-winning drives than Ben, and that's Peyton Manning, who executed 54 to to Ben's 53. At the same time, when you think about it, Gadzooks, man, if you're only scoring a total of 37 first quarter points all season long, yeah, and you don't have that Hall of Famer at the very end of the game to pull your fanny out of the fire, man, that. That tells you when you're going to miss them. Well, and and knowing that seven was that quarterback kept people in the stadium. Yeah. When it was seemingly lost. And how, Great point by how you. How many times have people walked out of the stadium yes. and Ben wills it back, and you're like, why weren't you here for this? Yes. <laughs> you know? Hello. Yeah, you're, you're in the car in traffic because everybody else is left out, and you're just listening to it on the radio, listening to us describe this as opposed to physically witnessing it in the stadium you just left. That's a good point. Yeah. That's another place where you're going to miss that because you wonder if people are going to be drawn. Is whoever's at quarterback, since it's still unnamed, you know, are they going to have that same cachet? Are they going to still give fans that reason to stay to the very last second before it hits zero 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 in the fourth quarter on the scoreboard? Are you going to be there for those moments? That's going to be the biggest question. Wow. You know, I, I think I look so eagerly look forward to this quarterback competition uh, for a variety of reasons. But one of them that sticks in my mind are, guys, can you find that magic in yourself that creates that Ben Roethlisberger Hall of Fame type magic? You yeah. know, because the one thing about it, and you know this as well as I do because I was with Terry, you're with Ben. When you got that guy who you believe has that magic, that something, something that says, I can pull I can pull it together no matter if I've not been playing up to my best or what have you, but I can pull it out in the fourth quarter when, when things are at their most intense and everything else. You know, 
that's somebody you can really go to battle with. That's somebody you really can inspire guys to hang in there no matter what it looks like. No, absolutely. And I think and and that that's that's what we're tr- we're still waiting to see. When is that moment going to click on that field that we're looking at right now here at St. Vincent? And when is it going to be the rallying cry? You know, is it going to be a number? Is it going to be a situation? What is it going to be that's going to make this thing click? Like yesterday, it was it, it was Kevin Dotson, right? Yes. It wasn't the quarterback that, that generated that. It was the offensive guard right. fighting That's for that left guard point. position yes. that created that battle cry. When is the quarterback going to be the one that creates that battle cry that gets all of these fans excited, and it's not because T.J. Watt was trying out for punting duty? <laughs> That's what I want to see in an offensive guy. There's a prime opportunity for somebody to step up and be that leader and be that kind of you know mouthpiece for the rest of the team. <laughs> Punter. I like that. <laughs> Two guys that should not try for any extra position was James Harrison is a deep snapper. Yeah. And uh, T.J. Watt is a punter. Absolutely yeah. not. Both defensive players of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to say, you know, master, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. Just be the master of one. Be, yes. Be the master of one because we appreciate that one. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. Well, I look at today. Today's going to be a shell day. Uh, I know that the, you got to ramp it down a little bit before you get ready for Friday, you know, the Friday night lights, and uh, for the folks that uh, – That's what Thursday's for. Yeah. That's what Thursday's for. You're not supposed to do it on Wednesday, but I get CBA rules. Right. Can't go three consecutive days. I get it. Yes. But it But would, if you – you get one and then you go to the Friday night. Yeah. You know, I mean – Give they, them they Thursday start, as a light day. Yeah. Let, let them kind of – Dine like Spartans, right? You know, eat See, hearty tonight because yes. tomorrow we dine in. When, well, you, when know you get these hard and fast rules about, you know, what rules of engagement are and stuff like I that. Mean, you got guardian caps, for goodness yeah. sake. Yeah. I mean, come on. What more do you want there? Exactly. I wonder if you're going to make a, a guardian cap like for baseball caps. They like, might. Could you do that? You're going to put you, a visor well, well, on well, it? You could ask Jeff. Make sure it doesn't avoid the warranty, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the hat. <laughs> Sorry, can't replace the snaps after you put that on. <laughs> you got a chin strap on that. Yeah, exactly. Hold on, baby. <laughs> oh, would that be ugly? That would be. You know, what are you looking forward to on Friday night? As you, you man, I'm really looking. I'm, I'm looking at Jalen Warren. I'm looking at this run game for the offense, yeah. and then also the pass pro to allow the quarterbacks to really put their arms on display. Because that's what I think has kind of kept it muddy at the quarterback battle it's, is the pressure from the offensive line. That's that. one of the things that. Yes. And I get you got you got a you got a heck of a defense that you're throwing up against, and it's going to be easier on some Sundays than others because of that defense. Right. But right now you've got to match their energy because you're getting the best shot every day. Take advantage of that opportunity, and I just want to I want to see a little bit more fight back. I don't want to see the fight the post post right. snap fight. Right. I want to see that fight between the whistles where it's legal, right? Yes. Doc finishing. Holiday style. Show them the badge. You got enough. Yes. Let's go. Finishing, the, finishing off of the box, that sort yeah. of thing. That's what I want to see. I want to see that tenacity. And defense, continue to be stingy because you were the worst in the league last year at run defense. Yes. So it's that double-edged sword, right? But that's iron sharpening iron. I want to see the push-pull of victory, loss, victory, loss. I don't want to see loss, 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 loss. Eh, maybe a victory. Loss, 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 loss. I want to see victory loss, victory loss, victory loss. I want to see more consistency and balance. Well, one of the things that, that that's going to create that is getting that group together. And of course, right now, we don't know. I mean, you know, no, we don't. You got you got a lot of names that are are like set in pencil. 
Yeah. I mean, because let's face it, we all know even is it though. golf pencil or is it? It's a number is two. It, okay, it's a yeah, number two. Number Ticonderoga, two. right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there it with is. The, complete with the eraser. Oh, okay. you got to make sure you got the little, eraser on. A little green clamp to keep the eraser in place, yeah. Yeah, and because the one that will fit in your your pocket uh, protector. With, yeah, yeah, exactly. I never exactly. had one. Did you ever have one of those? I never had a pocket protector. Yeah. Okay. No, I had corduroy pants though. I was in, I shopped in the husky section. Yeah, I well, I did <laughs> I did the corduroy pants. The problem was you got the thunder thighs and they go. Oh yeah, you go, rant, 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 rant. And, and you just knew you, you were you were seconds away from starting your own fire, <laughs> in a not so good way. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly. Yeah. What's that Bruce Springsteen song? Uh, start the what is it? We didn't start the fire. We didn't say yeah. We didn't start the fire. There you go. It was oh, always burning Bruce. as the world keeps well, turning. Who was Billy it? Joel? Billy oh, Joel. Billy Joel. But that's All right, Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen. So I was off. Both by start a with B. Yeah, yeah that, it works go. enough. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, you know it works. But I knew the song. <laughs> you knew where song. I was going. I knew where with you it. were going. I, and that's what it, that's what a good co-host is supposed to do. You just, you follow him into the fire. That's right, right into the fire. Whether Billy Joel created it or Bruce Springsteen, you go into the fire. Maybe what if, what if they made corduroy football pants? Man, that that would be horrible. You know how sweaty you'd be after the game. It's think, so hot. Think about the. the, the I would like that in wintertime. I would yeah. love that in wintertime. Well, I mean, then you would. Yeah, it would be good. Yeah, it's like, warm. yeah. Can I just get the corduroy uh, inner layer? <laughs> <laughs> kind of fuzzy, you not real. Well, we know he's going fast, guys. We can hear him all the way wow. up here. You know, <laughs> it sounds like like there's one leg out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Grease lightning. <laughs> Well, we're coming towards the end here. We got, we got uh, again, the shell day, uh, shell day is upon us. So we have to make an adjustment. What, what are you going to look for this afternoon? This afternoon, it's going to be technical prowess. I mean, getting assignments, because there's still a lot of missed assignments out there. Yep. Um, offensively and defensively, cleaning up those. This is the perfect opportunity in shells after two padded days. We've established the physicality. Now let's establish the mentality. And that's what, that's what today is going through making sure your assignments are crisp, you're getting on the guy you're supposed to at the right tempo, and get in, get out. That's the type of day it is. Get in, get out day. Let's keep it efficient. I don't want to hear Coach Tomlin blow his whistle and say start a play or, or get that play out of there. And also, there was too many balls on the ground yesterday. There was two balls Good on the point. ground. I don't like that. I don't like well, that from the position. There was also too many bodies on the ground, too. Well, that, that, that's – Some cases, that's... Yeah, some, some guys actually thought it was, uh, it was slip, a slip and slide out there, <laughs> which I don't appreciate. Flip and fly. <laughs> flip and fly. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little speech impediment. Yeah. You know, the fact is, as we look at it this afternoon, also one of the things I want to see, I really want to watch, uh, you know, the secondary. I have not spent a lot of time yet. And Levi uh, Wallace has been out um, – you know, he's been sick. Yeah. And uh, although, you know, and some of the other guys, Akella Witherspoon and Camp Sutton, they've been out there doing the deal. Trey Norwood, and, of course, Minka's been out. Uh, yeah. But Terrell Edmonds still uh, getting the job done there, which, by the way, I still think Terrell Edmonds, uh, Omaha Steaks, eating them every day and squatting like crazy, he'd be a great hybrid linebacker. Yeah, put him in the same position like his brother. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. up there in Buffalo. Um, but, you know, but I think about this. Trey Norwood's also another guy that's been jumping off. We haven't really talked about secondary Good as much. Point. Yep. Trey Norwood has grown up a lot. Yes, he, he has. He was a guy that, you know, they stuck him at corner midseason. They transferred him and kind of moved him into a hybrid safety type of role, yep. safety slot. And he's really excelling this year, especially when you watch him at the safety with Minka being out, giving him some more opportunities, and he's getting a lot better. So he's another guy to watch 
on the secondary side. Yes, he is indeed. And we're going to continue to watch young guys like Trey Norwood because this is what training camp is all about. Yes. Come on here. Be part of the Inzer crowd. Enjoy it. Root your Steelers on and track the progress of the young people. But Bring, bring your own water, too. There you go. They yes. ran out yesterday. No doubt. All right. <laughs> all right. We thank you so much for joining us here in the locker room. The locker room is at St. Vincent College, and we will be back with more. There's more guys. Coming up after us, we've got Euler and Moats sitting there. Arthur actually. I know, he actually here. showed he's, up. He's he didn't see here. comfort. Sweat here but yet he's person. sitting in the shade by the bathroom. we got to go. <laughs> we'll be back after this tomorrow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.